Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Happy New Year. It's so good to be back together again. I hope you had just a wonderful holiday season with your family and are looking forward to jumping into all that God has for you in this upcoming season of the new year. I don't know about you. I love a fresh start. I think there's something so wonderful about the holidays and I love the holidays, but also once it all gets like cleaned up and put away and I can kind of take a deep breath and be like, okay, here we go. We're starting fresh. So I hope it feels that way to you too. I hope it feels like a fresh start to new work that God has to do in your home and in you. And I am really excited about this podcast that we have today because I am going to be sharing something with you that was honestly transformative in my life. And It started with what I thought was just a simple invitation to some friends to join me in reading a book that I had had sitting around for a while. And I thought this probably would be good for me to do. I mean, I don't really have like real sugar issues, but it'd probably be a good idea for me to do. I honestly just mostly wanted to get physically healthier, which is um, noble. That's a wonderful thing. God gave us our bodies, right? So there's good things in that. But the work that God did in me during those 40 days and in the lives of my friends who I got to go through this book with was abundantly more than I asked or imagined. So I'm very excited to bring the author of this 40-Day Sugar Fast here with us today. The author is Wendy Speak, and Wendy has three boys who are 18, 16, and 14 years old. And I have had her on the podcast with me once before. We talked last December on episode 64 about triggers in motherhood. And of course, I'll link that in the show notes. So you'll want to check that one out if you haven't listened to that. It will encourage you that you are not alone in some of your motherhood struggles, that maybe you feel like you're the only one who deals with these things. I can almost promise you you're not. So that was a great recording. And we did it based on her book, Triggers, that I really loved and then have also so enjoyed her 40-Day Sugar Fast book. And coming up, there will be a new book called The 40-Day Feast that I will be excited to get to share with you once that one is released. But for now, you'll want to go and see what Wendy is doing at the 40daysugarfast.com. So 40, the number, daysugarfast.com. And I will link that in the show notes as well. Um, But you're definitely going to want to go check that out because she has so many resources for you and a whole way of supporting and coming alongside you as you go through your 40-day sugar fast. So if you're already thinking, I don't know, I'm not jumping into a sugar fast, hang in with us. I really think that you will be encouraged by this. And um, yeah, you might be surprised that you decide to join us on a journey you didn't know you were doing. So Wendy, thank you for being here. Yeah, man, I just loved hearing you do that intro. I love that you said that God did exceeding and abundantly more in your life. You know, it's 
It's not just a physical detox. It's not just a health journey. It is a spiritual fast. It is a spiritual journey. And while I was writing this book, the one specific prayer I prayed, because we had already been doing this annual online 40 day sugar fast before I put the book together as a resource. Um, But my prayer had been God do exceeding and abundantly more in individuals lives Uh, than all they could hope or imagine because he had already knocked my socks off, blown me away about what he was doing in mass. I was just praying it specifically for individuals that people would be drawn to it. Like, yeah, I know I probably should get healthy. Yeah, I know I probably turned to sugar instead of turning to the Lord or turning to, you know, other helping, healthy coping mechanisms. But um, man, that is the testimony I hear time and time and time and time again, they wanted to change their lot, their diets and God ended up changing their lives. Mm, that's so wonderful. And I think at this time of year too, is such a wonderful time to be doing this because it really sets our hearts on the Lord in starting the new year. And there's such a good desire. I think it's a healthy desire to be healthy. And to start the new year healthy, you know, I mean, you see it all over the place. You join a gym, like gyms are the most crowded, <laughs> like the most crowded places ever at this time of year. And I love that this is the time that in choosing to focus on being physically healthy, also there's an element of health in our walk with the Lord mm-hmm. that is equally or more important that happens at the same time. So let's start with this. You wrote this book. What led you to even writing this book and leading this yearly sugar fast that you do? Well, and if your friends go and hop over and listen to our original um, conversation where we talked about triggers, that really is where it began. The name of that book was Triggers, Exchanging Parents, Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. Um, I I never thought that I would be the one to write about mommy anger and sugar addiction. I mean, (laughs) I would much prefer (laughs) to talk about something else that makes me look a little bit better, but it is what it is. This is what the Lord's called me to, but it was in the context of that conversation of where are we losing it? Where are we struggling? What are our kids doing that cause us to come unglued? And what could we do um, to be a little more, calm, kind, consistent, maybe even Christ-like. And so it really, it really is those, those, um, those 30 chapters in triggers focus a lot on turning to God's word, understanding how he parents us uh, in kindness and long suffering in self-controlled ways. Um, but in the context of that conversation, one day in a Facebook group, I actually said, what would happen if we laid down sugar for 40 days? It was so off the cuff. I had not been super spiritual. (laughs) Honestly, was not even thinking of a spiritual fast. I was thinking physiologically, would we be able to be calmer, kinder, get better sleep, respond consistently with our kids? Because if you put your kids down and you're, you're crying at them, trying to get them to stay in your bed. They finally stay in their bed. And then you run to the pantry and grab a handful of chocolate chips and you feel better for the hour that they're sleeping. But then they wake up right when you're having a sugar crash or you wake up, you had a little bit of quiet time before they woke up. If that, you know, blessed thing happened, (laughs) Um, but you started your day with this highly sugared latte and then they're waking up and you're thinking that you're going to have what it takes to be calm but you didn't ingest God's word. Instead, you ingested all the sugar to get your day kicked off. Like, could it be that laying down sugar for 40 days would help us 
become more Christ-like, calm and consistent in our, in our parenting. So that's really where it started, but we were in the midst of our very first sugar fast is what we called it when we realized, oh my word, this really is a spiritual fast. Because instead of turning from sugar high to sugar high to get us through our, our parenting days, we started turning to the most high. Instead of consuming something that could not satisfy, we started turning to the one who could. And as we turned to him, we were turning to his word. As we were fasting, we started to feast. And like I mentioned already, that doesn't just change your diet. It doesn't just change your ability to cope sort of with your kids. It changes your life and it absolutely changes the way you deal with life stressors because you've filled up on the right thing. Absolutely. Abs- and I found that to be true in my life and it wasn't what I expected. No, I'm it's stabilizing, you. isn't it? It's amazing how stabilizing it is. it is. And I'm excited that you wrote that you have written now and are going to be releasing the 40 day feast because I found that when I finished it, I said, I don't want to be done, which is funny because in the first seven days, I can promise you, I would not have expected that I would have been saying 40 days later, I don't want to be done. I'd be thinking, please give me back my normal. But instead I thought, I don't want that normal. I want this to continue. So then seeing how do we continue to feast on the Lord and on his word and his goodness in our lives that it doesn't have to end with this. No, Krista, I mean, this story has been absolutely God's story. I mean, I'd love to say that I have all these wonderful ideas for books and I'm the most clever person ever, but I'm so (laughs) not. It's just been one has rolled into the other. It started with triggers. And then one of the lines from triggers is figure out what you mean to say before you say something mean. So the focus is let's pinpoint the things where we're having problems with our kids. And then the follow-up book just made sense. It was called Parenting Scripts. It really is Mm. scripting the things that aren't working and rescripting them with the help of the scriptures to figure out what's going to be more effective for our kids. Cause there are so many things we're saying that just don't work, right. We're being inconsistent or <laughs> we're shaming or whatever it is. And we don't want to be, but in the midst of those heated moments, we just revert to what we've been doing rather mm-hmm. than taking the time to ask the Holy spirit to help rescript what we're saying. Um, and then in the context of those conversations that we said, let's do the sugar fast. And in the context of that conversation, I said, so what else are you turning to? And in mass again, everybody said, social media. So we got a, we got a phone in one hand, we got a fork in the other, and we're just ingesting, 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 ingesting the things that aren't helping us parent well, live well, pursue Christ well, eat well. It's not helping anything. So we fast from those two things and whatever else God brings to our heart during the fasting days in order to start feasting on the right thing. And the right thing is the right person. And that's Christ and his word. So they, they really have rolled one into the, the next. And this January, on uh, January 9th, we're going to be starting a whole nother uh, 40-day sugar fast. And at the end of it, because of exactly what you said, we are going to roll right into the 40 day feast together because at the end of the sugar fast, I keep hearing from people. Can we keep going? I mean, literally that is the email I get or the message direct message or the comment threads. It's always, can't we just keep going? And I thought for years they meant, can we keep fasting? And what I realized is people are saying, no, I want to, I want to keep feasting. Mm -hmm. I've never done this. I've never ingested the good stuff. And I've never experienced this kind of satisfaction, but I'm not quite ready to do it on my own yet. So the 40 day feast doesn't just give us more good stuff to ingest. It actually trains us that we can 
open up God's word, feast for ourselves. It is living, it is active, it's applicable. And um, so I'm really excited about going from fasting to feasting this year. Well, I'm excited about it too. I've been really excited to get to jump into that with you. Um, let's give a picture of what the 40 day sugar fast looks like. Cause you and I know kind of how you've set this up. So when someone goes to 40 day sugar then what, what does this process look like? So there's an opportunity to hit, hit a link there and sign up for this coming fast. And I hope that you will. It starts um, in a week on the night. So week. there's yeah. time. Yeah. Thanks to Amazon prime or your local hobby lobby <laughs> or wherever you like to buy books. You can grab this book. One thing that I love is that I was leading this, this fast for years before we had a book and it was always free. And that's really my heart's desire is just to make this free because I find that dropping, dropping sugar and not running into it, but to run into sugar has been freeing. And I just love the whole free context. Let's break free. Let's let it be free. So publishing it as a book was a little strength, uh, a little mm, stressful for me. I like getting it for free ever since I have launched this book. It's been like ridiculously marked down. I have no other book writer friends who have had a book that's always on sale. So <laughs> I don't know what it is going to be when you release this podcast, but it's been like half price for forever. Um, <laughs> but I know it is also like seven or $8 at Hobby Lobby. So you can find it there. The book is written in 40 short chapters. They're devotional length. They're, I say they're the length of a meaty blog post. Yeah. And um, it starts with a scripture because, right, we're feasting on God's word, not feasting on my words. And um, there's storytelling and there's more application. And then there's a Facebook group, the 40 Day Sugar Fast Facebook group. You'll be invited to join that. And it is highly engaged each year, but the best way I find to really engage in fellowship in this fast is to invite your friends to join you. You are going to be blown away that if you send a text out to your, you know, your mom group, or you invite your Bible study group, or you send a message to your mom and your sisters and your sister-in-law saying, I'm going to do this 40 day sugar fast. And you just leave it there. <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, what? That's crazy. Okay. I'll do it with you. I mean, yes. the people are, it's just like, it's like a hook. Everyone knows even like if, Krista said that she didn't have like a crazy sugar problem, but hmm, that might be good for me. That might be good for me. So um, I really invite you to do that. Um, and then and she- that's how I, that's how I did it the first time. So I, oh, I had my good. friends at the park who we were meeting with, and it was probably like, I don't know, eight other moms or something like that. And so I just, you know, casually off the cuff one day was like, Hey guys, I've been thinking about maybe going through this book and I, I don't know. I've had it for a while. Would any of you want to do it with me? Just because I think it would be a lot more rewarding and enjoyable to go through the misery of not <laughs> having any treats with you than go through the misery of it alone. Um, Because that's all I thought about it at the time was that this is a sure. good choice. And sometimes good choices are difficult and, um, you know, miserable in moments. And uh, why, you know, misery loves company, right? So <laughs> they can join me. And yeah. so I invited my friends and it was crazy of the, like, I don't know, maybe six, seven, eight of us. I think five of us already had the book, like no owned way. it and, mm. or had it like in our queue, like our audible queue, like we bought it, but we haven't listened to it yet mm. and said, okay, yes, I already have this. I know I should, Let's do it together. Yes. So we started our own little text group between just like the, I think five or six of us did it together. 
mm-hmm. and would just check in with each other. And it wasn't every day, but it was interesting how there were different things that one chapter would really, really convict and challenge one person. And they would be able to share, man, this one sentence, whatever it was, really challenged me today and encouraged me praying for you all today as I chose to not get whatever latte, you know, you were on my hearts and whatever it was and how the group of us, it kept us all going. Nobody, you know, quit partway through and missed out on the gift mm-hmm. of this whole time. We all got to do it all together. And also the encouragement that this is the body of Christ, that we should be growing together and having conversations that are richer than just, you know, the struggles of motherhood or the joys of motherhood, but actually growing in our own walks with the Lord, but doing it alongside each other was so encouraging and um, just drew us all deeper to each other in relationship and closer in relationship with the Lord. Whereas we thought we were just going to be, you know, dropping a few pounds together, going through this book. (laughs) We kind of did it as a, um, as a during like the Lent period leading up to Easter. Um, but, but it ended up being so much more than that. And I mean, so you're going to drop pounds, but you're going to gain faith. Like you're going to lose pounds and gain faith, which is really awesome. Spiritual muscle, uh, maybe a little physical muscle if that group starts doing walks together and stuff like that. But, but it's really cool. You gain so much more than you lose. And that was absolutely the case for us. And, um, we, then it just led, yeah, it just led to us continuing in relationship in a deeper and different way. And I'm so glad I asked because if I wasn't planning on starting a group, it wasn't complicated what I did. I literally just said, Hey, would you guys like to do this with me? And they said, yes. And we picked a date to start. Everyone ordered a book and we started it, except we didn't all need books because some of us already had them, but but it's very simple. I say to people is, um, if you, if you join the group, uh, the Facebook group, um, and every day you just copy the content that I post in the morning. I mean, literally, I I take no ownership of anything in that group. I'm like, hey, use it however God puts it on your heart. Copy the graphic that I post. Copy copy the question. Invite your friends to join the group if you want. But if you just want to do it as a text or as a daily email to your your Bible study group or your friend group, go for it. Um, it because it's been so cool to see people who thought they were going to be kind of a follower stepping up and yes. eating. And I've seen that both with triggers because we have a trigger study guide. It's made it so easy for mm-hmm. moms say, wow, I'm, I'm trying, I'm struggling with my triggers. And they at the park mention it to other moms and they say, oh yeah, me too. Well, guess what? You can get together. There's a study guide. It's super easy. And this has been an easy one to do too. So if you ever feel like, um, I'm looking for resources to start reaching out, even evangelically, uh, looking mm-hmm. for ways to share Christ with your friends who are maybe seekers, maybe open. Um, both of these resources are very seeker friendly. Yeah. And I would also encourage you in that in reaching out to friends who might not be believers, wow. but but are good women that I have, I think about a time when I invited some friends to come and go through a Sally Clarkson book with me. And, and I said, you know, it's not a Bible study, but there are 
biblical principles. And there are even some Bible verses in this book, but I would love to have you join me. And one of my friends, I remember saying, I'm not a, I'm not a spiritual person. Um, I'm not religious, but I really respect it. And so, you know, I'll come alongside you for that. And then that was the beginning of kind of some richer conversations we got to have. And she came to know the Lord and over a period of time, but it started with a mom's book group. So this would be an awesome, awesome way to invite friends who are not believers, I would agree with you to join you because again, it's the perfect time of year. There is nothing offensive right now about inviting a friend to join you to put aside sugar for a period to try to get healthier in the new year together. I think that's an incredible idea. I tell if if anything were just to hijack our conversation, this is where I would want to camp out. You guys, if it's ever been on your heart, how do I reach out to my non-Christian friends? Um, Here's your moment. I remember this one woman sent me a message at the start of, or like right before we started one of the annual fasts. And she said, um, I've tried everything. Nothing's worked basically with her diet. Um, so I'm willing to try your way. What do I need? Do I need to go get a Bible? And I was like, what kind of question? Like I've tried everything. <laughs> she was talking about her, her sugar addiction, her food fixation. Mm-hmm. She was running to get all of her emotional needs met with food and it wasn't working and her body was hurting. Um, and I, I had a great, uh, message exchange with her on direct messages on Instagram. 40 days later, she sent me the most thrilling testimony of coming to Jesus Mm. you have ever read. Um, because she tried every other thing to get past this sugar bondage and she was set free. <laughs> so much wow. more than she knew she was going to. So yeah, like I said, if we're gonna if we're gonna hijack this conversation at all, this is where we want to do it. That's great. That's great. And I hadn't even considered that. I actually was surprised at how important this was for my family mm-hmm. because yeah. I thought when I started this with my friends, I'm doing this for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and I said it was leading into Easter time. So Easter time also is a time that normally is like all the candy surprises for all the kids and all of this. And we did, you know, they still got to participate in that because they were not, um, they weren't doing the sugar fast completely with me of no sugar the first time. But I was shocked that during part of the sugar fast, I went through our pantry and looked through and said, okay, what do we have here? And realizing it was so eye-opening to me and convicting and saddening. Like, I wish this wasn't part of my story to tell, but it is. And we're here on this side of it. So I thank God for that. But I was so just made so aware during this time of how much sugar I was pouring into my children every day, right? Every single day. Um, and as I stepped back and had different lens. It really was just a different lens that I was seeing our home through than I had seen it before because you just get in habits and you get in patterns that you don't realize you formed or have allowed to form over time. But we had allowed these habits to form and patterns to form in our home that I realized this is not best. This is not, not only is it not best, this isn't what I want. And it's my job to train up my children in the way they should go. And if I allow things to continue in these habits that we get up from quiet time and we all get a treat, 
and we have this good thing happen in our life, we all get a treat. Like all that we knew was when something good happens, mom gives us a treat. And Trader Joe's lost a good amount of money for me when I started this this journey and brought my family with me because I hadn't I just was so unaware that part of the habits of my life included always having treats because that's how you celebrate everything is with treats. And I had to make some big changes and um what started is very, very difficult um, when I actually talked with them. And I apologized. And I've shared this in other episodes. Um, my episode about the digital detox that I did with Molly DeFrank um, back in end of September, I think is when we aired that one. Um, it was in the early hundreds, maybe like episode 104, I think. Um, we talk about this digital detox. And I talk in that one also about having to apologize to my children as the mom and saying, I am so sorry that I have allowed these habits to become normal in our home that are not best for you and are not preparing you well to be an adult well. And I want to do better. So here's what we're going to do now. And having to have kind of a reset. And we've had to have a sugar reset in our home and we've had to have a digital reset. Mm -hmm. Um, But the amazing thing that happened is we did this sugar reset with my children. And then in time, you know, that was, like I said, pre-Easter. The next year, my son was 12 by the next start of the new year. And I told my family that I was going to do this 40-day sugar fast again. And I invited them to join me. And my son said, yes. And what 12-year-old son wants to put aside sugar for 40 days, but he had even just a little bit that I brought them alongside with me in the first um, little taste of it when I did the first sugar fast was enough for him to know this would be good for me. I want to do this with you. And so he and I walked alongside those 40 days together and it was incredible to not only see how the Lord worked in me again, which I was surprised because I kind of thought I've already done this. I'm just doing it again to help my son, but no, God was still had a work to do in me again as he always does. Mm. Um, But watching the work that God did in his 12-year-old heart in a completely different way than I had seen before caused me to say, what can I do to encourage other moms in this as well? And so I am working on something for you as well that you'll be able to find at Seek Holy Living. And I'll put the link for that down in the show notes too. Um, to be able to invite your children to come alongside you in your 40-day sugar fast, because this really is, it's a home. It's our family. It's for me and my house. We will serve the Lord. And I want this to be something that's more than just you as a mom or even you and your mom friends. I want you to be able to bring your children with you alongside you in this and see the Holy Spirit begin working in their hearts in ways that were above and beyond what you would have ever asked or imagined. I love that. And I love that you just quoted that scripture from uh, Joshua, that as for me and my house, we will uh, serve the Lord. I think that the tendency in our, in our culture, in our life, in our homes as individuals and as families is we will serve our appetite. Mm. Uh, There's a scripture that talks about how their stomachs were their God. 
Their appetite is another translation was their God. And um, if we wake up and we function through our days as though our impulses, what we, how we want to pick up our phone, how we want to, you know, shove something in our mouth is our appetite, how we want to turn into the Starbucks drive-through. And when we're at Target picking up a few things, we end up with a cart full arc. Our appetite is our God. So let's not serve our appetites and let's train our kids to serve the Lord, not our appetites as well. So I just, I love this vision. So I'll I'll tell a little bit of the story. Krista reached out to me and she said, Wendy, because, oh, we should back up here. After she did the fast on her own, she had tagged me on social media and she had reached out to do a triggers conversation. And I said, Krista, why don't you join me as one of the admins in our next 40 day sugar fast? So she did that. Um, this last January, and she's going to join me again. So she reached out and she said, Wendy, how about let's create something for the moms? And I said, how about you create something for the moms? Because <laughs> I was working on the 40-day feast. And I said, and then we'll just offer it to the moms. So um, I do hope that you'll join me. And when you join me, you'll be joining Krista too. And so together, we really do want to offer resources that are going to uh, help you, but also help you lead your family, both in the modeling and also in the inviting into the journey. Absolutely. So here's what you're going to want to do. I want to give you some real practical steps to take. So go to 40daysugarfast.com. And even if you're going to do it with friends instead of in the online Facebook group, that's fantastic. There's still a resources for you there that are free and available. One of my favorites is a free printable too that will have that has Bible verses for all of the days to be able to put out. Um, I put mine on a little cake tray um, up on my island. And as a reminder that that's what I'm feasting on, I want to go to God's word as our treat for our family, as our reward um, and as our sustenance. So go, go to the website and sign up there and get the book. And you are going to be surprised that it's not a super costly investment. Maybe go ahead and buy a second one for a friend and invite them that way. Because especially if someone gives you a book and says, hey, you want to do this with me? Mm -hmm. Then there's, you know, a little bit more reason even to do so. And pray today. And I will pray for you as we're closing today about who God would have you invite. Which friend, which, which sister in Christ, which unbelieving friend who has a heart that the Lord has already been planting seeds in, that this could be a next step for them, which child of yours you could invite to do this with you or your spouse. Um, And then if you want the extra support too, the Facebook group is fantastic. And the encouragement each day from the different admins in that is just going to be an extra bit of encouragement for you as you're going about this time. Anything else you want to add, Wendy? No, man. I'm just so excited to uh, invite your friends to join us and to have you join uh, again as well. I, I love, I love your perspective. I love your love for the Lord, and I just think that this is really cool that the 40 day fast whet your appetite even more than it already was. You already were hungry for the Lord and His Word, and so the one thought actually that I do have is rolling from the fast into the feast. Um, I've had just a couple of people get their eyes on an early preview copy of the 40 day feast and two different people uh, have young uh, teenage sons or preteen sons. And both of them have said, I cannot wait to go through this with my son. Mm -hmm. Uh, And during the writing, my youngest was 13. Mm -hmm. 
And so there were multiple times where I mentioned, and then Asher came downstairs, my 13 year old did, and I shared the scripture with him. And so there's lots uh, in there and um, lots of references to parenting and the way that God's word applies to our parenting in different ways. We can invite our kids into God's word with us as we uh, see their appetite for the Lord awakened. Well, now I'm even more excited about it. (laughs) Yes. That's wonderful. Well, I'm going to go ahead and close us in prayer today and pray that God will just make it clear what work he has to do in us as we start this new year in a differently obedient way. So let me pray for us today. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we come to you with hearts that want more of you, that we want to start this year with more of you and less of all of those other things that have become parts of our appetite that the world has developed this palette for us that we don't want that. We want more of you. And I pray for the mom listening who is hesitant to do this because it seems scary, that it seems like more than she could do and just too too hard, too hard right now. Maybe emotionally things just are, it's not a good time. Things are heavy or things are difficult right now. God, that is just the right time because you are going to be enough and you are going to sustain her and you are going to carry her through this and you are going to be her strength and her support as she puts aside sugar and you fill those spaces more for what has been this temporary solution. And I pray for the mom who wants to be physically healthier. Thank you for that desire that you've put on her because our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. And I believe that that desire comes from you, Holy Spirit, speaking to her. I pray that she is able today to decide a resounding, yes, I am going to listen to this call and I am going to order this book and invite some friends to join me. Even though this is maybe outside my comfort zone or natural way of doing things, I want to choose something new and different right now. And this is going to be it. And um, for the mom, maybe who feels like I'm already pretty, pretty healthy, I kind of live this way normally, but she still has a desire for more of you. I pray that she is able to join us in this and that you show up in abundantly new ways and that you build her appetite in even greater ways for you than she had before. And Lord, I pray for every woman who's heard this today, for every mom listening, Lord, put in her heart the friend who does know you, who she can walk alongside with that sister, that they can speak words of encouragement, words of life to each other. Holy Spirit, that you will bring each other to their minds so that they can encourage each other and build each other up through this process. And also bring to mind someone who doesn't know you but that you know that you've already been at work in her heart and that this is just what she needs as the invitation to walk alongside a friend in this and give this mama boldness to be able to say, would you do this with me? And be that voice to to invite her into this space. And I pray also for the homes, every home that's going to participate in this sugar fast, that you will provide a hedge of protection over them 
and fill their home with your spirit in ways that they did not even imagine possible, that you do a work in the marriages, that you do a work in each of those children's lives as you prepare them to grow into men and women who are going to be knowing and loving and serving you. Because that's our ultimate desire as moms is to be raising these children to know and serve you. I pray that you use this sugar fast as a way to draw our children to you instead of to these these temporary treats that we've fallen into the habits of the world of being these places of solution for them instead. We love you, Lord, and we look forward to the work you have to do in each of us in this new year. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being with us, friends. I look forward to seeing you again next week. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below, where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends.